welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, and this is the weekly Cindy Meyer Spirit Seeker radio show brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. So tonight, um, I'm just going to do a few announcements and then I will bring our guests on. But what I want to remind everyone is that um, every single one of the shows that have been done for over two years now are archived um, on the radio site. And all you have to do is go to spiritseeker.com and click on the blog talk icon on the upper left-hand corner of that page, and you can listen to every single interview that I've done. And I just want to really thank the, the different listeners that have been sending me emails um, saying, this is my spiritual food. And many, um, I, I heard from one person last week who said that she takes her iPod to work and listens to day after day of all the different shows, and she said, I just can't thank you enough. So, you know, it, it's nice to get the feedback. It's nice to know that um, people are listening to it at all hours of the day and night. And so just thank you, thank you. So um, so just a couple of announcements. Um, Spirit Seeker sponsors a number of different events in the Midwest. And we have two, um, actually three upcoming events. One is in Kansas City. And that will be um, not this weekend, but next weekend, May 19th and 20th. And that is the first ever Spirit Con conference where the metaphysical group that does the psychic fairs there, and metaphysical fairs, I should say, um, and the Psychic Research Institute are combining forces and doing their first ever conference. And I will actually be teaching two feng shui workshops at that uh, conference. So all of that is on their website, and there's an article in this issue of Spirit Seeker, um, and you can go to spiritseeker.com to read the article, and the website is www.kcspirit.com. Con.com. The other event that we are supporting and promoting is the Celebrate Your Life Conference and the sixth conference, um, the sixth year, I should say, annual event will be in Chicago June 8th through 10th. Amazing, amazing speakers and all of this is in um, the Spirit, the June issue, um, May actually issue of Spirit Seeker. The June issue will be at the conference and in every bag of all the different people that are attending. But um, James Von Prague, Marianne Williamson, James Redfield, Neil Donald Walsh, Barbara, uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard, My, uh, Michael Bernard Beckwith, Carolyn Mace, Don Miguel, Jose Ruiz, all of these will be different um, speakers at this event. And, um, and then I want to mention that Marianne Williamson will be coming to St. Louis in June, and I just got confirmation today that I will have her on my May 22nd show. It will be uh, 30 minutes of... Marion Williamson Live. So, um, and then the last event that I want to mention is the Bhakti Fest, and then I'm, um, I'll bring my guest on. The Bhakti Fest is it's the first ever in the Midwest. There will be over 30 workshops over a four-day period. There will be over 40 hours of kirtan, which is devotional chanting, and um, Spirit Seeker Magazine will be there. We'll, uh, the, every hotel practically is sold out, so if you are going to go and you do not want to camp, I suggest you... Um, Go on the Bhakti Fest website, which is B-H-A-K-T-I-F-E-S-T.com, or you can call 866-992-4258. 
some of the different musicians are Krishna Das, Dave Stringer, Jay Utal, Garavani, Donna Delori, Shyam Das. Um, I could go on and on. Saul David Ray. These are all the top, top chant masters throughout the world. And um, to have this in the Midwest is just amazing. It's in Madison, Wisconsin, and I will be interviewing several of the musicians during the month of June. Um, so there's just so many things. You can't say that the Midwest is boring. There's um, there's a conference in Arkansas with Dolores Cannon. There's Spirit Seekers 26 Holistic Living Expo coming up on July 15th. Uh, Father Joshua, a psychic surgeon, will be our keynote speaker and on and on. Okay, so read Spirit Seeker. It's at spiritseeker.com. Um, the online version is 8 to 12 pages larger every single month. We are positioning ourselves for... What they're saying, they're saying that there will be no newspapers within the next 8 to 10 years, and we know it. We can see the young people, that's all they do is read everything online. So we will continue to grow um, in that regard, and we're just grateful for all of our readers in print in Kansas City, St. Louis, and Chicago, as well as online. All right, so tonight we are going to have a fabulous uh, time. Dr. Sharon Feidelson is my guest this evening. She's a chiropractic physician and the founder and clinic director of In Motion Health Center in um, Clayton, Missouri. And uh, I've known Sharon, or Dr. Feidelson, I should say, but you know, I may still call her Sharon because um, I've known her for a long time, and she's one of the most knowledgeable knowledgeable people I've ever met. And you know, when I broke my leg. She came and, you know, helped me um, with with healing my, my bones and my knee and my leg with acupuncture. And um, I shared that on Facebook. And, you know, amazingly enough, uh, she got some calls from it. So tonight, if you are in the St. Louis area and you want to find, you know, go to someone who knows their stuff, it's Dr. Feidelson. She's, um, she's a, chiropract- a chiropractic orthopedist. Um, she continues to always learn. She knows about nutrition. She knows about Chinese herbs. She knows about acupuncture. Um, she has achieved the diplomat status with the National Council of Chinese Acupuncture and Oriental Medicine. That was back in 1998. So she's been studying this stuff for a long time. She's committed to empowering people uh, to take better care of themselves and to know how to do that. So she's an educator. Um, she has been an adjunct faculty member uh, at Logan College, teaching intern doctors to be successful in clinical practice. She's an avid speaker in the St. Louis area. She speaks a lot on women's health. Um, she speaks on health and wellness, exercise, diet, and uh, nutrition for adults and for children. She works um, with, with that chiropractic orthopedist part. She works a lot with sports medicine, with golf, skiing, carpal tunnel issues, um, women's hormones and men's hormones, and um, acupuncture and stress. So, Dr. Feidelson, are you there? I am. <laughs> Thank you for such a wonderful welcome, my gosh. <laughs> well, you you just, you know, you're not, I mean, we all know that they're, um, that, that, you know, when you say someone's a chiropractor or you say someone's a, you know, a medical doctor, it's it's like, not everybody's the same. And what I like about you is that, you know, you were way ahead of the game with a lot of this with Chinese herbs and acupuncture than a lot of, you know, a lot of people, you know, now it's more common, but still you've been one of the forefront runners with this. Yeah, well, I've I've just loved every bit of it, you know, and every year that I've been in practice, I seem to grow into more interesting things to learn and then share with my patients. So, yeah, chiropractic uh, medicine was my first, you know, 
my first foray into wellness and um, was an umbrella like chiropractic. You can do anything, you know, right. uh, nutrition, acupuncture. It's just been phenomenal to take people on a journey as I've learned more. So when you were, um, you know, when, when were you called to this? I mean, did you know as a young child that you, you know, were just drawn to, to helping people with health and healing or, or did this, was it all of a sudden you had an experience, or, or what guided you in this direction? Well, it's interesting because it was a little bit of both of those, but, you know, I was pretty young. I was probably 13 or 14, and a dear aunt of mine was diagnosed with, you know, lung cancer, <laughs> and uh, it was horrible. And uh, long story short, I decided I was going to cure cancer. I mean, that's how young I was, you know, that I thought, well, I'll just go to medical school and cure cancer. So that's what I, I made up at age 14 after she passed. But then um, I took quite a hiatus and uh, did not do that. You know, was pre-med because I loved biology and science, but really wasn't interested in going to be a doctor at that point. Just had a lot of fun, I should say. And one thing led to another, and I went to a chiropractor who helped me with a, a neck uh, issue that was not chronic but acute, but later on my thyroid got enlarged, and I went back to him for thyroid, and he helped me with that. And he convinced me to be a chiropractor. So he had said, well, if you've been pre-med, everything you've done will, you know, will get you into Logan. And back then, it did. So I went to Logan in 77 and graduated in 80. So that's kind of how it started. Mm -hmm. And then the Chinese herbs and acupuncture. Okay, because did, did that come while you were in chiropractic school, or how were you drawn to that? You know, that was not, at the time I was going to school, um, uh, in uh, in chiropractic school at all. Um, not back then. We were just all about chiropractic. And then um, I had hired someone to work in my large clinic, my new clinic that's, you know, bigger than me, way bigger than me. And, um, you know, she was an acupuncturist. And she helped out greatly, but unfortunately she moved on. But while she was there, the good news was I was so taken by the work she was doing that I went back and started to study so, you know, I've been an acupuncturist for 17 years and a chiropractor for 31, so it took me a while to get to acupuncture. And the herbology is something I've just been adding slowly. I mean, it's, you know, that's a whole other discipline, if you will, inside of traditional Chinese medicine. And uh, I've been adding that now as my acupuncture itself has gotten better, I feel like I can hone those, you know, get even better results with the herbs. So put them together and it's, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. I um, yeah, I go to a physical therapist twice a week, you know, for my leg and yeah. and my knee. And you know, she asked me if I knew this um, particular doctor that you know that I I've seen the sign. But I said, well, I've seen the sign, but no, I've never been to that person. But she said, well, um, this doctor's been a patient here, and. I I've had this sinus condition. Um, she, she, she I mean, her, when I first started going to her, her nose would be dripping, and you know, I could just tell she was miserable. So she decided to go to this doctor, and so she said, "Well, have you?" I, she says, "Probably knowing you and the stuff you do, you probably know about this." But she said, "I'm just trying these Chinese herbs and this tea." And I said, "Really?" I said, "Are you having to brew the tea?" You know, I'm thinking about you know the the. Chinese doctors that I've gone to where you have to like brew this tea and the smell yeah. of it is in your house for and she goes, Oh no. I have these elixirs and these chi and just these pills I take. But today I said to her, I said, 
I said, you know, I said, you seem like you're really doing a lot better. And she says, I haven't taken a sinus pill in three weeks. Mm-hmm. She said, my sinuses are better than they have been in probably forever, as long as I can remember. And she said, it's the, those Chinese herbs. And yeah. I started laughing. So, you know, I told her, you know, I told her to listen in tonight if she could. But um, I said, if not, just do the replay. But, but you know, she says, you know, who would ever think that that could take care of it? And she said, yeah. I wish I'd known this years ago because, you know, she's lived on all the stuff and, you know, and she still had a runny nose constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and it was miserable. So, um, so, so tonight we, I, we want to talk about so many things. So um, listeners, if you do have a question, um, you can press one uh, and then uh, my producer will let me know that, that you're there. But the main, here are some of the topics that we're going to be discussing tonight. We're going to be discussing women's health and um, natural approaches to fertility because right now more than ever, you know, we just seem to have a lot more women having um, challenges. It's not just women, by the way. It's women and men having challenges with uh, conception and fertility and you know, yes, part of it is is women are um, some women are choosing to wait till older to have children, but there's a lot more factors in this. And Dr. Feidelson, um has had a lot of success with helping um, infertile women get pregnant naturally. And why women wouldn't try the natural approach before the terrible things that they, you know, that it's not terrible. I don't want to say that terrible. That's a, but, but the challenging things that people do in order to get pregnant um, when it doesn't come naturally. I, you know, it's like, why would anyone do it differently than natural? But, you know, we all do what we want when we, you know, want to get pregnant. But Dr. Feidelson, what is, you know, what is, what is it that you think is happening with the situation with so many people not being able to get pregnant now? I mean, do you have a take on it or? Yeah, I mean, I do. (laughs) I, I really think that, we live in a very stressful time, you know, or maybe it's always been stressful, but people are very stressed out, you know. And the stresses, uh, our, our ovaries are very, very sensitive to stress, chemical, emotional, any kind of stress. All hormonal response to stress is about the same. And so with the amount of stress that's happening, with the food that we're eating and the chemicals that we're putting into ourselves and the imbalance in hormones coming from the food or birth control, et cetera, we are just challenging the ovaries in such a way and the sperm, the testes, in such a way that they're just not putting out like they used to. And so it's been very, very difficult um, to get pregnant. It's also difficult to stay pregnant. I think there's at least 20% is miscarriage. So, you know, that's my take on it. It's not just mine. I've read about it and seen it. But, you know, the food that we're eating is full of chemicals and the hormones. If you think of all the estrogens that people are getting um, nowadays from, you know, uh, animal products, from cheese, from milk, from, you know, beef, um, pig, uh, but, you know, whatever, they're just getting a lot of it. Um, And so it just stresses out the ovaries. Well, and, you know, Europe won't take our beef anymore. Europe is no longer taking our vegetables anymore because here we have, you know, like these genetically modified fruits and vegetables that are, like, huge and look great. But then, you know, and it's interesting. I was at a Qigong conference this weekend with Dr. Effie Chow, and um, it was in mid-Missouri, and there are a lot of farmers there, and there's a lot of people that are into health and nutrition, and it was fascinating. I mean, um, we started 
one of the people in the class asked about nutrition, and some of these farmers spoke up, and they're saying that, you know, the problem is that um, even if you're organic, uh, it doesn't mean that your seed is organic. And they were saying that part of the problem is that um, the farmers are up in arms right now because some of the farmers are starting to use the seed that has is, uh, is, been um, altered, and then the cross-pollination, even if... Even if you're out there doing organic techniques, this cross-pollination thing is happening. And so it's really, they're saying that you have to ask, what kind of seeds are you using? And I'm like, who would think to ask what kind of yeah. seeds an organic farmer is using? But it's like it's like every 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 single thing. It's at the source, in the soil, in in the animals, in the plants. It's, it's just everywhere with this chemical um, problem that we have. It's just not natural anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. That's. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So people are suffering, you know, unbeknownst to them. I mean, infertility is not an obvious issue until you start trying, you know. Right. And I've seen, you know, I treat both men and women for infertility. Uh, I want to make sure the man is, you know, you know, even when the woman says, oh, he's been tested, he's been tested, his sperm count's good, his motility is good, I still bring him in and do a few treatments there. So I find, you know, I think make that's it better. Smart. That's wise. I've never even heard of that, but that makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because it, And also, there's so much stress when a couple can't get pregnant. Well, is it you? Is it me? Is it, you know, and it's like to take a holistic approach and say, okay, let's strengthen both of the um you know, reproductive systems in both of you. I mean, why? That's that's I. That's just the first time I've ever heard anyone even take that approach. I think that that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not usually as many treatments, especially if they've already been. You know, I open up their chi and get the flow of their kidney energy going, so that the kidney will feed the spleen and the liver uh, in the men as well as the women, and it handles stress. So yeah, it's a really great. And I want to make sure the the husband or the I shouldn't say father, but you know the father is um, actually eating well. So a few conversations with depends on the level of you know interest, of course. But you know uh-huh. it's important. It's important. Right. Well, that makes total sense to me. Um, so you do a lot with um, with acupuncture, yes? With, with oh yeah, issues. Especially Let's, why don't you just talk about about okay? So that listeners who. Um, or, you know, listeners are going to listen to this later after the show. If someone uh, came to you and said, okay, you know, we went to our OBGYN and basically they said there's, like, no reason for us not to be able to conceive, but we've been trying and we can't, and before we go the, you know, fertility drugs and all that, what would you, how would you um, start with the with the couple? Okay. Well, first of all, unfer- it's called unexplained infertility is the largest cause of infertility. It's unexplained. They can't figure it out, okay? So I see a lot of that. So in other words, you know, you can also be infertile because of uh, PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, you know, you, of blocked tubes, you know, all sorts of reasons um, that, you know, endometriosis, uh, like that. But unfer- unexplained is the most common and so what I do is, of course, I take a thorough history. You want to know lifestyle above all, and you want to know anything that they're on, any medications, any vitamins, any herbs, any supplements. Uh, you want to know how they're eating. You want to know if they are exercising. And you want to know if they really want this baby or they just think it's a good idea. Um, after that, I bring them into an exam room, and I do a tongue diagnosis. I look at their tongue, 
By looking at a tongue, you can learn a huge amount about someone's internal systems. So Chinese medicine uses the tongue as a mirror of what's going on inside. So I look at the tongue, and then I feel the pulses. The pulses are on the arm, uh, both arms, and there's a superficial pulse and a deep pulse. It's not your cardiac or your blood pressure pulse. It's arterial pulse. It's really, you know, a yin and a yang type. All of the um, meridians is what you can palpate and feel. That gives me a story. And then in my office, I use some software that this is kind of modern, not, you know, barefoot medicine 3,000 years ago. But we have a software program that measures the impedance or the flow or lack of flow of electrical energy. So acupuncture is really, first of all, it's a misnomer. It should be called meridian therapy because it's not always about needles. You can do acupuncture with laser. You can do it with tapping. You can do it with heat. You can do it with a wet Q-tip, you know, that's driven by an electric machine. So, you know, you can do it with shiatsu massage. You can do acupuncture in many ways. But anyways, that being said, because acupuncture or, you know, the discipline or the philosophy behind acupuncture is that electricity is flowing through meridians in our body. Think of a meridian as uh, a river. And if the river is dammed up, you know, because of logs and et cetera, then uh, the water can't go through. So in there are certain points where the energy doesn't move because of blockage. And so my software machine will actually... Um, it actually measures that and creates seven graphs. The graphs are beautiful. Um, you know, the yin-yang balance, the chi blood balance, the meridian balance, the high-low balance, the five-element balance. The, uh, the uh, program also gives me dietary information, herbal information, and points. So I can take and put that with my tongue and pulse diagnosis, and I come up with quite a picture so if you came to me for your neck, I might take x-rays of your neck. So with this type protocol, I'm actually taking an objective film or a picture of your energy, and I can show it to you in color on how your energy is flowing and explain that to you, and it makes some sense after a while. <laughs> One thing I will say about Chinese medicine is you can't take Western medicine and put Eastern medicine on top of it and make it – it doesn't parallel completely. It's like a different oh. story. I so, just spent this whole weekend with Dr. Evie Chow, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know, she just received the International Grandmaster Qigong Award of the Year. And wow. there were, like, all these medical doctors and nurses, and, you know, and I know many of them were so challenged with the way, you know, she was, like, you know, discussing things. And, you know, one of, one of the things that, you know, she was stressing is, this whole acid pH thing. She says, stop drinking coffee, you know? Like, you know, she says, how many are still drinking coffee? And, of course, I raised my hand, and she said, Cindy, you know better than that. I said, I only, I, like, I didn't justify it and say a word, but I'm like, I'm down to one cup a day. But, you know, her whole thing is that, you know, so many people are stressed already, and then they're drinking this thing to bring more, you know, caffeine and make them do even more. And it's like, you know, and then she suggested these four glasses of water when you wake up in the morning. And, I mean, and I know as far back as Edgar Casey, this whole water thing to help flush the system out. But I had to yeah. tell you something. Oh, and then she was talking about, and you probably know this, like these, like people are drinking ice-cold water and hot, hot tea or hot coffee. Yeah. And she said it's 
the, they're finally realizing that these fissures that they're seeing in the lungs, these cracks that they can't explain, is because of these extremes of hot and cold. Really? See, now I didn't I, know that. I just learned that this weekend, but it makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, it just makes sense. You know, you go to yeah. other parts of the world, and, you know, they have the yogurt right out on the counter, or, you know, like a little yeah. bit of refrigeration, but it's like we've, we've, we've changed so drastically since everything's so easy. Like, you know, you don't have ice like the way we do around the world in other countries. It's like right. we're we're just so used to it. And But think about it. You know, I mean, I know from macrobiotic, you know, you eat the foods that are indigenous to your area and, you, you know, most Americans want what they want when they want it. And, you know, what you, I, I like that question that you said, are you just are you just wanting a child to have, want a child or you, do you really want to be a parent? Mm-hmm. I like how you said that that's one of your questions because, you know, so much of our society is like on road where, okay, I'm this age, I need to do this, okay. And, and it's like a lot of times there's just not a strong consciousness around the choices that are made. And, you know, it's different than, I mean, things are changing so rapidly. And so so when you're working with your clients, you're working with nutrition. You're in, the, in the tongue diagnosis, I mean, most Americans know nothing about this, but I agree. I mean, look, you can tell a lot by the health of a mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if there's a white coat, that usually means there's excess. And if it's greasy looking, white or yellow, it means there's spleen dampness. And very hard to conceive when you're damp. And many of us in in our, you know, neck of the woods here, you know, in America, we eat way too much dairy and way too much sugar, and that creates dampness. And so that in and of itself, without chemicals, is a problem for getting pregnant. Um, A lot of women uh, are so stressed out that they have deficient yin, and deficient yin in Chinese medicine you know, means there's a false heat, but you've got to have yin in order to get pregnant. And yin is spleen, you know, liver, kidney, and those are the main getting pregnant type. You know, so we need to balance all sorts of things to do this, all sorts, like yin-yang, diet. I mean, if people are eating crap (laughs) and they expect to nourish getting pregnant, let alone nourish the baby, you know, that's not going to work. So I have to take them off of... Soda, for sure, which is the worst thing in the world, soda. Oh, I know. And, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, and sugar. You know, yeah. and, and, and listeners, if you don't understand the yin and yang with food, um, uh, I think it was Anna Marie Coven. I, I, I forget. I've read so much on this thing. Um, it, it, if you can look, you think of foods as expanding or contracting, and your contracting foods are your yang foods like meats, hard cheeses, um, your yin foods are your fruits, your vegetables, the so things that are really, like, pretty good for you um, are normally more yin, don't you? I mean, as a general rule. General, general, but yes. You have, but you have to balance it. I mean, with, you know, with uh, with with the, well, you know, you can't, I mean, even greens, you can't, you can overeat too many greens. It, the whole thing is this balance that Dr. Feitels is talking about. But but the yin and the yang foods, there's, if you want to learn about this, I mean, there's so much information on this. And so really what you're talking about is just not just. It's like getting in balance. If you have too yeah, much it's sugar. pretty much what people already know, <laughs> but they yeah, may but not actually be. they don't. You wouldn't believe yeah. how many people, and even a lot of the standard nutritionists don't quite understand the yin yang contraction expansion part of foods. Yeah, yeah, 
Mm-hmm. They just know the, the, the little, you know, the little pyramid that we <laughs> that they keep changing. You know, mm-hmm. the rest of the world already is on board with more vegetarianism and more, you know, fruits and vegetables. And, you know, we have to be told to eat our fruits and vegetables here. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so, so once you've uh, analyzed, well, your printouts with showing. So, so you have your external where you're doing the tongue analysis. You're doing the pulses, which for listeners who don't understand the pulses, can uh, would you be kind enough to explain how you can tell the health of a person with those pulses? Yeah. Well, there are uh, six pulses on each arm. Three are superficial and three are deep. And that makes 12 total, and they represent each of the meridians that run up our, our body, the the rivers, if you will, the energy. And so the yin ones, you know, are deeper because yin is deep and yang is superficial. So, you know, they will tell you there are, how should I say, There's I think there's 28 different um, pulse characteristics like wiry, rapid, boggy, you know, soft, weak, absent, you know, those kind of things. And you have to learn them. It's very, it's tricky. It's hard work to to get that down, to learn that. But nevertheless, that will tell something about your liver, if your liver is wiry or if your, your small intestine is soft. You know, that tells me something. And then I just keep track of that and see how much of that corresponds with your tongue. And then, of course, I, you know, I'll read the the graph when that comes out. So, in other words, you could, I could have 10 infertility patients in front of me and run a graph on all 10 of them and and all my other diagnostics, and there, there might be seven to eight or nine different graphs because each one of us is individual and different. And so in acupuncture, I think acupuncture, also known as traditional Chinese medicine, was the original holistic medicine. Not only is it three to 5,000 years old, but it treats the cause, you know, the cause or the root of the problem versus just the branch. You know, think of a tree, root and branch, and the branch is the symptoms. So, of course, the most effective treatment is to get to the cause first, and that's what we do in traditional Chinese medicine. So I'd have different graphs for each of the women or men, and then I would treat them even though there are at least um, eight eight to ten points that they would have in common, you know, in the abdomen and uh, a few in the arms. And then then I would do different ones on different people because they would need something else. Or I might give them an herb that was specific to them. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where there's no absolute. I mean, with this kind of medicine, we've helped, I've helped women, which has been so much fun, prevent or not have to go through IVF. And if oh. you know IVF is oh, twelve to oh, seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, and and a lot of times people get pregnant, but they don't hold it. Well, yeah. And I mean, it, you, sometimes it takes up to four courses. So if you can prevent it, with, out. I've seen their retirement gone because they cashed it out to get yeah. pregnant. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, well, not not so much retirement, but savings because you know they're younger yeah. couples. But I've seen, yeah. I mean, I I've, I've just seen it, and you know, and it's it's devastating because a lot of times they go through all that and they still don't have their baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And so with our medicine, so, you know, some people who have come to me before IVF or IUI, where they're gonna, you know, just implant, 
um, you know, it's been a miracle. And then there's other women that I'm treating them while they're going through IVF. And there are protocols for that to do a little bit beforehand and then you do it the day uh, just before the transfer and then right after the transfer, different points to help it stick, to help it stay. So there's all different things that one can do. Let me tell you, it's very, very interesting. And, um, yeah. So, listeners, what, what, what you're hearing here is that, you know, this is a complex thing, and Dr. Feidelson comes at it from every angle, supporting the cellular level, which is, you know, you know, our cells, every night while we're sleeping, our bodies do this wonderful thing. They they work with our cells. They slough off what we don't need. And, and you know, and they, it's magical what happens while we're sleeping. It's magical what happens, you know, all day long while we're walking around. But the thing of it is is that normally you can't just do one thing to try and get pregnant if if things aren't open and flowing. So, you know, doing these graphs and then systematically checking to see, okay, how is the, you know, this meridian, is it responding to the acupuncture? Do we need to up the herbs? There's a whole, this isn't just one small thing. This is coming at it from all different angles, um, internally, externally, and everything else. And um, But the main thing is, is, you know, this chi. You know, after spending this weekend with, you know, I'm just more aware than ever the chi and the energy and health and vitality of our bodies is the core to everything, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you've known it a long time, I've known it a long time, but it's still, you know, to have that, you have to really do some work. It just doesn't happen naturally. Right, right. Yeah, chi is life force or, or energy. And, you know, it changes all day long and it changes with our, as we age. A little two-year-old usually has a lot of it. And a 90-year-old might be going, you know, with less of it. So very, very important. If you balance yin and yang, which is the polar opposites or the expansion and contraction, then chi should flow. And if chi flows, you feel good. Right. So, um, so Dr. Feidelson, you always also work a lot with um, menopause and hormones with with women, but I, I know that you um, also, uh, in your practice, you work with men too. But let's talk about women and menopause and hormonal, you know, because this is rampant in our society. You know, like in other cultures, I once did this paper part when I was working on my master's, and I'll never forget this. It's like in other cultures, menopause is a natural change, whereas in our culture, it just feels like there's such resistance, like, you know, oh, I'm having this hot flashes. Oh, I'm having it's, – it's a bigger issue, it seems, in the U.S., and I don't know why. I mean, what I what I've read is that other cultures – you know, first of all, they don't have all the hormones and all their products, so that I yeah. think that's contributing to it. But can you can you talk just a little bit about how you help women um, with this this life change that seems to be hard for a lot of women? Well, yeah, there's so many ways to help. Once again, there, um, but I, you know, after listening to them and seeing if they're on hormone replacement, if they're not, it's very important. To find out, number one, if you are deficient in something or have too much of something, you know. So, I mean, yeah, like what you said, it's a natural change, but at the same time when they're so, uh, you know, uncomfortable, like the hot flashes are keeping them from sleeping, and if you don't sleep, you don't repair overnight, and it's just, you know, it's a terrible thing. So uh, there are things that should be helped, uh, at least in this society, if they're going to keep going to work and all that. 
So that being said, I usually recommend testing, and the testing is oftentimes saliva testing, although, you know, you can get a blood test also. Um, but I like saliva testing because it, it measures the fat-soluble component of the hormone, and it gives you a very good read of what is, you know, what potential you have, what what what's not being used right now, but what's in the bloodstream in potential. And so once we find out if you're high in estrogen or you're low in progesterone or you've got not enough testosterone or your adrenal stress index is off the charts because your cortisol is too high and you're, I'm just rattling right now. And you're, you know, no, but and these are the things. This, yeah. this, this, this is all they, people just think menopause. They're not aware of all these other things you're talking about. And, um, and hormones is a big thing right now with people, you know, like they say the old 60s, the new 50, the old 50s, the new 40. People, you know, the baby boomers especially are like, I don't want to grow old. Give me my hormones. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's hysterical, but it's the truth. You know, yeah. and and mm-hmm. and some of the problems that we're seeing that are hormone related are uh, PMS, infertility, endometriosis, uterine fibroids, polycystic ovarian syndrome, breast breast cancer. I mean, we're just seeing it, it. These are all hormone conditions. Right. So it is important, you know, because of the epidemiology of what can happen with the hormones that have run, you know, imbalanced to try and balance it. I mean, nobody wants breast cancer. Um, so they need to be coached and, and counseled on, you know, balancing their estrogen with progesterone or, you know, eating different kinds of, you know, dairy without the estrogen and the growth hormone shot up into the meat or the animal. So all of that's really important. And once you find out what you need, then you add it if you need it. Okay, that's my opinion. That's when you put in a compounding estrogen or progesterone cream or whatever seems appropriate. Um, you know, I'll recommend a lot of adrenal supplements uh, because a lot of times our adrenal glands are so shot with stress that, you know, our thyroid shut down or act like they're shut down. And, you know, obesity then takes over and hypertension takes over and diabetes takes over and then despair takes over and depression and, you know, the whole nine yards. Right. So right. it's a cycle that I think these days people are looking towards the answers either because they don't want to be uncomfortable, because they don't want to age, or because the information is coming at them and they just need to find out where to get it, where to get, right. you know, yeah. So so, um, so I know that you um, you know a lot about vitamins and supplements, and, um, and you're, and I, I, listeners, I want to stress that, Dr. Feidelson, and I want to mention her website. This is uh, In Motion Health Center. And, um, oh, my gosh, Dr. Feidelson, I thought I had it in front of me. What is your website? It's uh, www.im, is in motion, hc.com. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead, imhc.com. I had it printed out, but for some reason it wasn't right in front of me. But, um... But the thing that I like about your approach, and I just did not realize this, is that you are, tr- are checking the man, the, the both partners trying to get pregnant. Because I know that I've sent men men to your office and I've sent women to your office, but I've right. never said to the people who can't get pregnant that you and your husband both need to make an appointment. I, I, I think that's brilliant because so much of infertility issues, you know, just, you know, for me with my coaching practice is – you know, you have to have a. It, there's so many other issues that come up with it 
that the more unified a couple are with dealing with it, it just makes sense to me the way you're doing this. And, you know, then then it's not someone coming home and saying, oh, yeah, now I'm doing acupuncture. Oh, great. You know, I mean, it's yeah, like. Yeah, right. How much is this going to cost? <laughs> <laughs> is our insurance going to cover this, or do we have to take out another, you know, loan against our house to get pregnant? You know, it's like mm-hmm. there's just so many, and it's not finger pointing, but initially it's kind of like, what do you mean we can't get pregnant? I mean, you know, people just assume they're going to be able to get pregnant, and then this is just brings up so many other issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this is just wonderful. And um, so, do you want to talk anything more about this, or we 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 can jump to? We, there's so many different things you do. I'd love for people to hear all the things you do. Um, I and mean, we've covered a lot of them, but you also work with posture. You work with helping people. Um, you're, you're big on restructuring. Like like, yeah. what is this, your posture program? Posture program has been very successful. People, you know, our posture program. For here's the thing: 31 or let's say. 28 years as a chiropractor, and I've helped a lot of people feel better. But, you know, the obvious is they keep coming back. They keep coming back because I didn't fix them. Well, there's some people that can't be fixed. You know, they feel better. They're happy. They go away for two or three years, and then they come back. Oh, it's still there, doctor. It just came back. So what I did is I learned this whole posture. I became a certified posture education specialist or something. And um, I took this course, and I passed, you know, quite a bit of work. And um, I purchased all of it. And now I have the program that I put in my office. And our patients are so thrilled because they get to actually get involved in their own posture. And so it's a seven-week course. And it's only 10 minutes a day at home, which is great. And if you do the work, you come in one, the first day and we take a picture of you uh, before and after, you know, before pictures. And then we give you exercises, you go home and do them. And then you come back and show us you can do them. And then we make them harder or easier depending on how far you've gone. And then after seven weeks of that, they only come to the office once a week. But after seven weeks of that, we take an after picture and they're remarkable, remarkable. Because, you see, here's the thing. Everybody knows they should stand up straight. Everybody knows they've got bad posture. But you can't rely on the brain to remember to stand up straight. The brain is full of too much stuff. But muscle memory, which is strong muscles, will do the work for you. So that's where we – and our patients are thrilled to be self-reliant and know that we're committed to them being in good shape and just coming to see us occasionally for a tune-up. Right. You know, it's just – it's just so different. You know, you, you hear about people in Europe who ride their bikes to get to the market. They don't buy vegetables for a week and or, or put them in those little, um, oh, put them in these bags and keep them in your refrigerator for a month. You've got to be kidding me. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I look at that commercial and I go, Ooh, plastic <laughs> bags, first of all, and who knows, you know. And it's like, but, you know, people are more active. They don't just drive everywhere. It's more, you know. But, um, but you know, this posture thing is, you know, after spinning this weekend and we'd hear, sit up, and then she'd sit up straight. And she says, ah, 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 you should be sitting up straight. <laughs> she would have to be telling you to sit up straight. And it was just like, you know, it was just this gentle reminder, you know, of posture is everything. And so when I was preparing, you know, for the interview tonight, I thought, oh, I want to bring this up because, you know, I, I think it's the key to vitality, you know, breathing right, Mm-hmm. holding our skeleton. I mean, you know, 
you know I broke my knee. And, yeah. you know, it's so fascinating. It's not the knee that they're treating so much. It's the ankle because I had the three fractures in the ankle, and it's that little ankle that's supporting the knee and the tibia and everything, you know. And I'm thinking, why are they working on this ankle so much? I just didn't get it at first. And then I'm like, the knee bone's connected to the thigh bone. <laughs> and it's like all connected, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't know. So so I just want to thank you, you know, for helping me with um when you did those those sessions on my knee and you know, yeah. you know I couldn't get out of the house. I mean, it just it was like overnight I felt like there was this whole shift, you know, and you know, and then you know, the being in the chi gong class this weekend, you know, there's building up the chi and all the different exercises, I could feel another shift and I'm like, you know, you just kind of like can feel inside your body you know, mm-hmm. when it likes what you're doing. And so posture is yeah. one of the big things, you know. Absolutely. And you can tell when people are, like, using their posture. And, I mean, you can just, you can tell the people who are doing, but it's not just doing yoga, you know. It's interesting. Some of the people that did yoga were very challenged this weekend because, you know, they're used to breathing down in that low stomach. And we had to tighten up that diaphragm and, and, you know, just really, like, use the muscle. And it's, 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 and that, you can't breathe if your posture is crappy right exactly exactly and uh, that opens up space for the heart and the lungs mm-hmm. so yeah so. it's a big it's a big one yeah and then so, everybody with computer neck <laughs> you know <laughs> we I mean, don't that's... talk about that oh okay <laughs> but it's right. true no i'm teasing you i'm teasing you i sit in front of my computer you know so many hours when there's a deadline on the magazine but, you know, right. and it's true. You know, and I looked at my computer the other day, and I thought, oh, you moved it over there, and now you're turning your neck to the right. No, mm-hmm. So I moved my computer, you know, and, you know, it was, it was it's it's just so interesting, you know, and posture's everything. I mean, it's just really, but your posture also is a reflection of how you're feeling internally. You know, yeah. if you're in, in that whole cycle that you just described where, you know, you start to not feel well, then you don't have the energy to go exercise, and it's it's like this vicious cycle. So, you know, if you just start with, you know, the 10 minutes a day, who can't do 10 minutes a day with a posture program and come in oh. and see the difference in, in how you're feeling? I mean, I, I, I so you just traded so many things. And, and tell our listeners, if you would, what an ortho or, or a chiro, what is it that you're called, a chiropedist? I'm a chiropractic orthopedist. Okay, chiropractic orthopedist. Okay, so, yeah. so, so tell us what that is. Okay, well... You know, a chiropractor learns orthopedics, which is the study of joint function. But as I have a diplomate, which means I spent like an extra few thousand hours learning advanced orthopedics. Not that I'm a surgeon. It's not that kind of thing. But I know posture. I know joints. I know sports. I know kinesiology a little deeper and better than the average chiropractor who only went through the chiropractic curriculum. So as a diplomate, that gives me, you know, a little... any diplomat is just an expert expert. That's all it really is because they're technically an expert as a doctor already. And so I apply my form, my form of chiropractic is very uh, very functional, very structural, very orthopedic. Some chiropractors are more energetic. I use my acupuncture as my energetic piece. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. It makes total sense. Okay. Total sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why you're so good with sports injuries, you know, because yeah. um, you, you understand. And, you know, most athletes, I mean, you know, all three of my kids are athletes, and, 
you know, I've just watched them. They don't just say, oh, I'm injured, that's it. Oh, no, they just keep pushing through, you know, or whatever they need to do. You know, and I think that it's that you you have to have um, with this training. It just feels like you would have an understanding of the mental, emotional, physical part of what goes with with sports. Because I mean, you know how sports people are; they're just like driven. Some of them, oh, yeah. you know, and and you know. So this is wonderful that you can do you know both all these approaches with it. Yeah, it gives me, you know, and I think that's a lot of the reason people come to us. They look at the website, they're impressed that it's all under one roof. Um that I, you know, work with I've I've compi- you know, compiled a bunch of professionals. You know, I've got athletic trainers, I've got personal trainers, I've got doctors, acupuncturists, I've got six or seven massage therapists. And so we all talk to each other, we can communicate and confer and a patient can get taken care of that way. You know, and I'll also take talk to anybody's doctor or their personal trainer or their massage therapist who isn't on my staff. So I think people appreciate that, and they also appreciate doctors that will listen to them and talk to them. Listen more than talk, I should say. Right. You know, right. confer. No, be, totally. Yeah, be partner with. Be partner with the patient. So that's my well, my thing. Yeah. Well, and you have so much on your website, too. You have great articles. You know, you have great resources. You know, and, you know, I like how um, in the article that you had about um, the uh, obesity, well, that wasn't the title of it, but it was talking about uh, midlife women's health and the increase in obesity and everything. And then at the end, you gave credit, you know, to uh, Christine Northrup, who I know um, Mm -hmm. quite a bit about, but I wasn't familiar with Stephen Sinatra. Um, and, and uh, so I was like, oh, I don't, and I know John Lee, but I, I don't know Stephen Snatcher. But you know, you're giving people resources. You know, you're saying there's books, there's tapes, there's all this stuff. You know, and you share the knowledge. You know, and I think that's what really uh, is what makes a good doctor. You're always learning. You know, you're always learning. You know, as long as I've known you, you're always like, you know, trying new things and. Um, and then you know a lot about nutritional. We didn't even mention Juice Plus, but, you know, if any of the listeners want to know about, you know, Juice Plus, Dr. Feidelson, you know, is, has been way ahead of the curve, you know, with that, with, you know, helping people with nutritional deficiencies because, you know, Juice Plus, if you're not familiar with it, you know, I, I'll give you a one sentence and then you can jump in. But it's like your fruits and vegetables, if you if you know that you just are not going to, um, give yourself that. You can take the Juice Plus, which gives you your fruits and vegetables um, in in a capsule. And you've worked with kids with this. I know you helped, you know, my daughter when she had nutritional problems when she was younger. And, you know, you work with all different populations with this. Yeah. I mean, a child can get on Juice Plus for free if they're between the ages of 4 and 18 or 19 and 25. If they're a college student, a full-time college student, and an adult sponsors them, the child can get on for free. So the adult gets their box and the child gets their box. And it's pretty great, two for one. And what Juice Plus is, is as, as Cindy said, it's fruits and vegetables in a capsule with no herbicides and pesticides. You know, And it's live food that was dehydrated at cool enough temperatures to preserve the enzymes. So when you still have enzymes in your food, it's live. And if that's the case and you're getting 17 different ones in the in the uh, red and green that come together, the fruits and vegetables, or you add the the vineyard, which is nine more berries, <laughs> you're getting 25 fruits and vegetables every day. So not I'm not saying servings, though. 
you know, we're supposed to eat 7 to 13 servings, so we're supposed to eat half our plate of fruits and vegetables. But, you know, most of us can't, won't, or don't. So if you add juice plus to what you're already taking, not only does it add to what you're getting, but it so, it, you know, amplifies the value because right. 25 different ones every day, excuse me, that's got to be great for your body. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. So, listeners, there is an article in the May issue of Spirit Seeker on page 8 um, where um, a lot of what we've been discussing tonight is in a great article by Dr. Files on Fertility Treatment at InMotion Health Center. And I want to give you the website again. It's www.im, M as in Mary, H-C, imhc.com. The phone number, in case you um, would like to call, is 314-644-2081. And Dr. Vidalson has been a, um, a supporter of Spirit Seeker Magazine for many years, and I, you know, I'm just so grateful um, for having met you. I mean, you know, it's been a, it's we've known each other for a long time now. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but um, but you know, we both have you know continued to grow and learn and. You know, I love your mind, you know, I just, I just, and I love your attitude. You know, for those of you that can't see Dr. Fidelson, she always has a smile on her face, and she wears beautiful jewelry. <laughs> you do, you always have great jewelry. And, you know, I got I some new like, stuff, you got to see it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, all right. And so, so, you know, is there anything else, any words of wisdom, you know, final words of wisdom for our listeners on on just, you know, like simple, like a couple of simple little tips on where to start when you're ready to change your health. Well, one of the things I would say is that you've got to start slow and small steps. You know, you don't want to try and change everything at once. You can get highly motivated, but you don't want to set yourself up for, you know, uh, failure. So when I'm counseling people, I say let's take it, you know, let's not clean out the whole cupboard. Let's just, you know... <laughs> Let's start right. slowly um, and let's prioritize. So I would say that way, th- that for eating, um, and get some help. I mean, I think you really should talk to someone uh, about your specific condition or if it's just general, how can I eat better, um, the same thing. As far as weight loss, which is certainly obviously an epidemic these days, um, you know, it's unbelievable what's going on. I just got home tonight. And here's the new Newsweek. When I grow up, it's a kid with French fries, a baby with French fries. Oh. When I grow up, I'm going to weigh 300 pounds. Help. Oh. Um, yeah, that's the cover of Newsweek. And I've been oh. preaching, you know, whole food nutrition. I've been preaching exercise for years and years, so many people. But at the same time, this is the epidemic we're up against. So I work with people to slowly remove the bad stuff and add the good stuff and feel good about themselves. You know, so that would be number one. The number two is if you're in a state of despair about your health because you've been a certain way for too long or you're afraid of getting something that a parent has, just know, uh, or someone in the family, that the body is very flexible. The body can get better. The body can get worse. The body does respond. Um, it's an amazing machine. The infinite energy, the, you know, uh <laughs> The body has its innate intelligence, is what we say in chiropractic school. And the body will take care of you, but it will be based on what you put in and, you know, how you treat it. And so if you want to change something, whether it's lose 300 pounds, whether it's make sure you don't get cancer, you know, whether it's, you know, get your skin looking thicker or healthier or, you know, that brightness come back in your eyes, that can happen. And you just have to get some coaching 
take it, you know, step by step. And, you know, there's such a thing as epigenetics. And the genetic code is what, you know, we all used to believe once we have genes from family or whatever, we're going to be that way. But now the study of epigenetics is such that it tells us that we can uh, turn on genes or turn off genes depending on how we treat our body. So we have a lot more control than we would think, and we just need to latch on to people who know a lot, uh, hang out with good, healthy people, think good oh, thoughts. Makes a like difference. <laughs> <laughs> hang out be with happy. Be, be happy. Be happy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. So that's my kind of work, you know, and life is not a dress rehearsal. You know, it's now. That's what I always end my lectures with. Life is now. So I've given you some good information tonight, and you know a lot, or maybe I changed some of your thought processes, but uh, what are you going to do tomorrow to make a difference? What have you learned tonight, or what has gone off in your brain that you should take a step tomorrow to change? Well, Dr. Fidelson, I thank you, thank you, thank you for all of the gifts that you offer to so many, and thank you for taking the time to come on the show. And, you know, listeners, remember, if if you listened and, you know, someone else that you think, well, who couldn't benefit from this, you know, this radio show tonight? So, you know, just remember all the shows are immediately archived at, um, you know, there, there, I'm not going to give you the whole blog talk site because it's too long. Just go to Spirit Secrets site, click on the radio show on the left-hand corner, and, you know, you know, all you have to do is get there, and then you'll see this this uh, this talk with Dr. Fidelson. But also, SpiritSecret.com. You can read her um, article on uh, fertility, and you know, she's her ad is right next to it. She's a regular part of Spirit Secret each and every month. So I just thank you so much. Oh, and, thank you. Um, oh my gosh, just thanks for everything, and thank you for helping me, and thank you for helping so many. And uh, listeners, we'll be back next week. We have Reverend Jennifer Hadley, who is the keynote speaker at the. Course in Miracles uh, annual event that will be in St. Louis at the Mercy Retreat Center. And then the week following that, we will have Marianne Williamson. And the week after that, we have um, to learn about doulas and, you know, when you're ready to have that baby, you know, how to make that experience much more pleasurable. Okay, well, thank you so much. And everyone have a good week. And once again, thanks so much, uh, Dr. Vitalson. Thank okay. you. So good night. Okay, All right. mm-hmm. bye. bye. me mm-hmm.